You know that feeling you get for the first time in a new place? You're not frightened, but there's that moment of disorientation. Now, add to that the fact that you normally sleep alone unless you're temporarily bunking with the Basset Hound. More about that later. Anyway, you wake up and there is a warm body next to you. There's an aroma of roses and sandalwood, and when you roll to that side, a warm, round convexity fills the space between your chest and crouched thighs with velvet smoothness like a baby's butt, only larger and fuller and infinitely warmer. Someone's in bed with you. Oh, Aunt Sarah, did I end up with some girl? I've tried not to do that since I met Brenna. Of course, put an actor, available naked female flesh, and a dark night together. Certain things just occur as a matter of course. Surely I didn't, after I said I wouldn't. Quickly, I sorted through the previous night in... where was it? I went to a party, the beach, dinner. I don't drink, do drugs. In fact, I'm dull. Why can't I remember? Jet lag. That's it. Just flew in yesterday from London to New Orleans, and that in itself requires explanation. I regard airplanes with all the affection a mongoose feels for a cobra, and vice versa. I do not willingly fly anywhere. But no trains run to London. I resented that. If they can run a train from St. Pancras to the Gare du Nord under the Channel, why not from Piccadilly to Times Square? Only one thing would make me do anything so against my instinct for self-preservation. Right. They paid me. Look, I'm delighted to have a gig in Moline. So when they said London, I said sure, before the logistics of the thing had time to register. I made it safely over and back, but the distilleries in Scotland worked overtime. Let me be clear. I drink little and seldom, except when flying. I blame the airline. Maybe it's all profit motive. If the flight attendant passed down the aisle with a baseball bat instead of an ordering pad, the same effect could be achieved, and more cheaply. I mean, I'd gladly pay any price for oblivion, but perhaps the average passenger is a cheapskate. But look, you end up with a headache after both. What's the difference? So, I had to anesthetize myself, but I'd done it. I flew there and back. Having survived the ghastly ordeal, I was home, but I was in bed, not on a couch, not with Mark, the world's most flatulent basset hound, more on that later, something softer and rounder. I explored tentatively. Oh, oh my, oh my, yes, I remembered that sensation. I was in bed with a girl. Jeez, Louise, what girl? I was more or less sort of engaged to be married. It is probably not according to the rules for grooms to be in bed with an unknown girl. Not that it never happens. I tentatively wrapped my arms around a soft, delightful form to turn her for purposes of identification. She looked over her shoulder to me with amazing, slanted, golden eyes that I knew so well. She smiled. I smiled. She rolled over to me, and the missing pieces of existence came together for me. Morning. Morning yourself, mister. I've been flying for hours, and I can hardly hold my head up. I'm sorry. I had too many braces on the plane. I'll make it up to you. You did. Last night. What? How? 
Well, even if you weren't able to hold up the head with your big ugly face on it, you did well enough. Now, if I didn't remember that, I really must have been tired. Maybe she was lying. It's not the sort of thing you should forget. Damn. My mother said I was to restrain myself until we made it legal, on pain of the spoon. Legal or illegal, you always seem to have your wicked way with me. When she writhed and drawled her words like that, I was in trouble. I tried for dignity. I seem to recall that most of the time it's the other way around. Oh, then that's okay. That's how it was last night, too. We kissed and cuddled and then did a little more, and the night came flooding back to me. I hadn't forgotten a thing. I was just in waking-up mode.'